0: You know, it's funny that you ask me that because I'm the one that pays the bills, right? So like whenever whenever it comes time to, to move money from our checking account or our savings account into wherever it needs to go, the destination, I'm the one that does that. And I see these broad strokes, right? Like I consider myself very macro level mm-hmm. with our finances, but then I... I try to zoom in and I'm like Natasha how much money do we spend on groceries each month I could not tell you let's make green together let's make green together let's make green
1: What's up guys? Welcome to Black and Brown Make Green. I'm Natasha. And I'm Damian. And it's confession time. I would like to say that if you would have met me about five years ago, you probably would have called me the anti-budgeter. (laughs) <laughs> That's right, <laughs> so I never really thought I needed a budget, yeah, and the reason why is because I've always saved money. I was yeah. always saving money, even without having a quote unquote budget.- mm-hmm. What about you, Damien? Are you someone who has had a budget before we got together? uh,
0: not really. when I first started working, I did track my expenses a little bit more rigorously, but
1: not to the level that we do now, yeah, and so. We have always tracked our bills, but getting into the nitty gritty of the varying expenses, like the groceries bill, the going out bill, the yeah. entertainment bill, or they're not even bills, actually, the money you spend on those things, those things we never really tracked. So we never really knew exactly how much we were spending on those areas. Yeah. And to be honest with you, those are some of the biggest areas where you need to know how much you're spending.
0: Yeah. We we knew we were saving, and we just said, well, we're saving enough, but we should be able to do better. We, sh- we know better.
1: Yeah. The big issue with that was that there was no intentionality. Yeah. So even though... I have always been saving. And then once we got together, we have always been saving. There was no intentionality around how much we were saving. It was just like, oh, there's some money left over in the checking account that's been sitting around in there. So let's just move that over to savings. Mm-hmm. And and so we really had to get more intentional. And once the budget came into place, that's when we were able to add that intentionality.
0: Yeah, it gives you it gives you a path forward. To help meet your goals. And it gives you a reason to start making goals yeah. as well.
1: And I will say, it's not that I didn't make a budget. Because I think a lot of people make a budget and they list and they write down, well, I'm going to spend this much in this area. I'm going to spend this much in this area. But the issue was that I never used the budget. Yeah. So I had a budget written down of like, this is how I think I'm going to spend my money. But I didn't actually track and make sure that I was spending the money in that way.
0: Yeah, because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort, right? Like if you're not on top of it, it'll just get behind you. It'll it'll just slip slip out of it.
1: Yeah, it's always been kind of a difficult thing for me because I take more of a hands off approach when it comes to spending, mm-hmm. which may sound kind of interesting <laughs> because we talk a lot about you know tracking your spending and being aware of that. And our approach is really kind of hands off. It's not I'm gonna check the spreadsheet every week and I'm gonna insert this information into a spreadsheet every week. Like that's that's always felt like too much to me. Yeah. Like I've never really wanted to do that. And I have tried it though. Yeah. I know we had Raquel Tennant on the on the podcast before and she raved about why Nap. You yeah. need a budget. And uh, that's a an app that helps you track your expenses, but it's a lot of hands-on tracking. Yeah. You go in and every time you make a purchase, you add it to the app, which I think is really great. I think it's great especially for people who who are spending a lot every day, like you are making transactions happen every day, then it may be good for you to go and manually log those so you can, you know, see it every single day and yeah. maybe you actually physically typing it in, it'll help you to kind of slow down your spending.
0: Yeah, that that little bit of friction I could see as, you know, a way to help you control that or a way to at least make you think twice.
1: Yeah. But we've never been in a position to where we were spending so much to the point that I felt like we needed to be hands-on like that. Yeah. And so in the last year, we were really looking for uh, an application, something to make it easier for us to track those numbers. because the way it's worked before in the past is that we print out our credit card statement that has all of our transactions and we print those out for the previous three months. And then I would go with my highlighters, all these different color highlighters and I would highlight everything according to its category. Mm -hmm. So I'd highlight the groceries, I'd highlight the eating out, I would highlight the entertainment, I would highlight the travel, the gas, and all those different things. And then I would see, okay, what have we been spending in each of these areas over the last three months? Mm But that wasn't really helpful for the day-to-day spending, Yeah. the day-to-day tracking, the am I on track with how much I'm spending? Yeah, exactly. Or am I about to go over budget?
0: Because you, you need that that granularity, that level of granularity to see and, and to course correct if you're making a mistake, right? Like if you end up spending too much on eating out, which is something we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. If, if you spend too much money eating out and you want to course correct, you're like, I don't need to eat out that much. we got to cook cook at home. You're able to tell.
1: So I'm glad you said that about cooking at home, because I know sometimes you'll come to me and you're like, let's just order some food. And I'm like, (laughs) nope, we can't do that. So I want to ask you this question. When it comes to how much we spend, how aware are you of the amount of money we spend on a month to month basis?
0: You know, it's funny that you ask me that because I'm the one that pays the bills, right? So like whenever, whenever it comes time to, to move money from our checking account or our savings account into wherever it needs to go, the destination. I'm the one that does that. And I see these broad strokes, right? Like I consider myself very macro level Mm -hmm. with our finances. But then I I try to zoom in and I'm like, Natasha, how much money do we spend on groceries each month? I could not tell you. And that's because I don't have insight. You probably do. Mm -hmm. I don't have insight into our budget in this way. And that's a mistake, right? Like that was kind of the crux of the choice to use a tool so that we could both be aware. And there's a funny story about this because there was one day, uh, when was it? It was like New Year's Eve or something, right?
1: It was New Year's Eve. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: New Year's Eve rolls around and I wake up and I get it in my mind that I want this Indian restaurant that is near our house that I like, uh, Biryani and & Co. And I'm like, oh man, I really want this. You know, I really want some food from there. And uh, Raquel Tennant told us about how she would open up WineAb every morning, right? And I've been doing that with the tool that we ended up adopting, which is called Monarch Money. And we'll talk about it more later. I open up Monarch Money and I see we have $10 left in our budget for the month of December. For the month of December. And it's like, we can't get biryani and co. So we're definitely staying home.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Damien woke up and he was so excited about biryani and co. And then he saw we had $10 left and he was, he was quickly had a, had a sullen face.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, and before, before I would have totally made that purchase, I would have totally committed to just going there for lunch and getting the entire family a meal from that restaurant. And it would have been it. I think the last time we went there, it was $70.
1: Or I would have been the one saying, nope, we can't do that. Yeah. And so I like that we have introduced this app into our lives because you have more awareness. Yeah. I feel like you've always had that high level view, like you said, of yeah. knowing the trends of how much we spend overall on our credit card yeah. account and, and things like that. But when it comes to like specifics of how much do we spend on groceries? How much do we spend on eating out? How much do we spend on charity or whatever? This app has really helped us to bring more awareness for both of us, yeah. and it's not just me being the 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 mean person saying, "Nah, we not ordering food," you
0: know. Yeah, <laughs> so- it, it actually was the source of you know some squabbles and some arguments, you know, because it's like we have different values, we have our own things that we want, and you know, like when we have to to meet eye to eye, it doesn't always happen, right? But like this will make that it'll give you data, right? Like it, it gives you that scientific method that, you know, that you can see the actual amounts that are that are flowing through, both of us can see. And then we have like a mutual understanding. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know, I can tell myself, no, we don't need that.
1: Yeah. So the pressure is taken off of one person, of one person saying, no, we can't do that. As yeah. if that person is the gatekeeper. Like, no, yeah, I'm exactly. not the gatekeeper. The money is, you know, just look at it. Yeah. See what's there. Yeah. <laughs> so we are... We've been talking a lot about budgeting and I didn't even say but this is the second week of the Make Green challenge and this challenge is all about becoming aware about what you're spending. Yeah. And what we have been using recently is Monarch Money to become aware of our spending. Yeah. And I love Monarch Money. It is a paid app and there are free ones out there that you, you could use in a similar fashion mm-hmm. like Mint or Personal Capital, but uh, for our purposes we felt like we couldn't have the flexibility within Mint and personal capital like we do with Monarch Money. Yeah. So do you wanna talk a little bit about Monarch Money or do you want me to talk about it? I'll talk
0: about it, yeah. So we don't get paid to to mention this or anything. We're just, you know, this is a tool that we use and we want to tell you about it. You, the listener, might find a different tool that meets your needs. And we're saying that the importance of uh, of this aha moment is that we found a tool that actually matches our mental model. And not only can Natasha use it, because Natasha is like heavy into trying all these apps out, <laughs> but I can use it and I can understand it and it's very simple and very, very easy to use and it seems very natural for our purposes. Yeah, You know, Natasha mentioned YNAB, a lot of people have also mentioned that to us, but we started using Monarch Money. And Monarch Money for us, was something that Natasha had mentioned to me kind of, kind of flippantly. And she said, well, there's this app called Monarch Money. And then I go and I register for an account and I enter all of our information. I start adding every, every bit of, you know, every single account that I can think of that we have into Monarch Money. And then I start creating rules to, to help process the incoming transactions and to categorize them accordingly. And then I show Natasha, I'm like, look what I did. And Then she looks at it and she says, what did you say?
1: I have no idea. I can't remember.
0: (laughs) She's like, I can't believe you did all that. Like, I just mentioned monarch money once and you... You oh, ran yeah. with it.
1: Damien is very much a quick adopter. So if I mention something, it will be done in the next five minutes. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And for me, I'm like, oh, no, I got to do more research around yeah. it. But Monarch Money is great because you can connect all of your accounts to it, your checking accounts, your saving accounts, your credit card accounts, your retirement accounts or investment accounts, and it will show you your net worth, so yeah. how much you own compared to how much you owe. And then it will also show you your spending patterns. How much did you spend last month on the 1st of January versus the 1st of February? So it'll compare month to month what your spending looks like. And what I really love is that you can create a plan for your money and then you can track and see how much have you spent towards that particular category as the month goes on.
0: Yeah. for, For example, like if you say, I want to spend only $200 on going out to eat in restaurants. It'll it'll help you stick to that. And then that becomes your goal. And if you don't meet that goal, it'll, you, you're aware of it, which is the thing that we were talking about earlier, where I was like, oh, you know, I, I have no idea how much we're spending on restaurants.
1: Yeah, it'll bring that awareness. So if you use credit cards or debit cards, doesn't matter, either one, if you use credit cards or debit cards to pay for things, then, and you connect it to Monarch Money, then it's going to show each transaction that you make on your credit card or on your debit card. And whenever those transactions come in, it categorizes it into a particular category. So if it sees on there Geico, then Geico should be categorized as insurance. Mm -hmm. Or if it sees HEB, HEB should be categorized as groceries. If it sees Target, that might be categorized as shopping. If it sees Sprouts, that would be categorized as groceries. So every single time you swipe your card, you make a transaction, then it's going to categorize it into its category and say, okay, you spent $100 at HEB that is groceries for the month. So, so far you spent $100 and your budget is $500. So you've got $400 left. Yeah. And when Damien was saying he's setting up rules in there, sometimes the categories don't, they things don't get categorized the way you want them to. So maybe for us, Target is actually groceries versus shopping. We can go in and create a rule so that every time we shop at Target, it goes automatically to the groceries category versus going to that shopping category.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love that aspect of it because there are a lot of categories or a lot of things that happens, you know, with our with our purchases. And we need to actually determine that's not exactly right for our, you know, for us. And one one example is that Monarch Money lets you split transactions. Oh, I So love that. if you purchase something, like if you go like for example, like if you go to a store like Target or Walmart where you can basically buy whatever you need, right? Like under the sun. You go to one of those kinds of stores and you walk out of the door with items from different categories that you would typically purchase, and you want to track individually, you can do that. You can split that transaction into multiple transactions and categorize them independently. But that's the thing that I love is that you can split those things, Monarch money gives you a lot of power. It's very simple to understand, it's very useful, and it's very, like, it just seems very natural, at least for us, you know, like with these tools, you have a mental model, and the tool will help, su- you know, it'll help support that. It'll help facilitate the tracking of those, of the transactions through that mental model. And you can choose your own. We chose Monarch Money, but it's been like a godsend for us.
1: Yeah, and let me have us shut up about Monarch Money because <laughs> no, this is not an advertisement for Monarch Money. We're just telling you about the tool that we use. And one of the things we realized when it came to, tracking our spending, we realize that we have been tracking the wrong thing. I know earlier I mentioned that we have been tracking our bills. We didn't necessarily need to be tracking our bills because they stayed at about the same amount each month. Yeah. Our, our, Mortgage is always the same. Our rent before we had a mortgage was always the same. Our cell phone bill, most of those things are all the same besides something like electricity, which varies, but we were aware of which were the high months, which were the low months, and about how much it should be in those different months. And so we really needed to introduce that tool in order to understand that variable spending that we talked about. Mm. And so really it's about using the right tool for the job
0: using the right tool for the job. This reminds me of a story of, I think, maybe about a year after we moved into this house that we're living in now. In our property, we have a fence that butts up against our neighbor's property. A tree was growing up right next to the fence, and I had probably two tools at the time. One was a hammer, one was a tiny little saw. I took my ladder out, I took it next to the tree, I took my tiny little saw up next to the tree, And I started cutting that branch down from the top of the tree, not from the trunk, from the top of the tree. And that branch came down with a thud and I realized I'm using the wrong tool for the job. So at the time I stopped and then the next day we hired a company to remove that tree. And that story is the same as like what we're talking about now because that company came in. They had the tree cut down, they had it removed from our property, and they had the stump ground, all within the time frame of an hour because they used the right tools. Your tool might be spreadsheets. Your tool might be some other tool like Mint or Personal Capital, like the ones we mentioned, or YNAB. For us, it, it was Monarch Money and it helped us. It gave us deeper insight into our budgeting situation.
1: Yes. And I want to circle back to why it's so important to track your money. If you do it with a tool, a spreadsheet, pen and paper, it really doesn't matter. But the reason why is because that awareness. And when we did this, when we looked at our spending, I was shocked because I I realized we were spending almost $1,500 a month on groceries and eating out for three people. Man, and when I saw that, I was like, "We wait a minute. We eating that much? We you know we need to slow it down." And so, just having the awareness of where your money is going can help you to realize, "Oh, there are some adjustments that I can make." Mm-hmm. And then once we had that awareness, we were able to create a plan of where do we really want our money to go. Yeah. Like now that we have this awareness, now that we um, see where our money is going, now let's actually create that budget that we can use. And, and once we created a budget that we could use, we saw how much money we had left over each month. And instead of just putting whatever was in this checking account, whenever we decided to transfer over, that's when we introduced automating saving.
0: Yeah, that was a very empowering moment. I like that you said whatever, because it, it literally was whatever. And we didn't know. It's just like whatever.
1: Yeah, it was like here's here some here, some there. Yeah. It was not intentional. But now our spending and our saving is very intentional. It's
0: laser focused.
1: So every month we've got a thousand dollars being transferred, going to investments. Yeah. And or that's what we started with. And now, you know, we we can see the growth of those investments because we've been doing it for a couple of years now. And it's made such a difference in propelling us towards what we really want, which is that early retirement, which is at that financial independence for us.
0: Yeah. Those were our goals. And this process, this tool, a tool, can help you reach those goals once you set them.
1: Yeah. So for the Make Green Challenge, number one, I would say determine what it is you want out of life. We knew that we wanted to be financially free, we wanted to be able to retire early, to choose the work that we wanna do, and and to have the money to be able to do that and to not feel stressed about it. But we were not using our money in an intentional way to actually yeah. reach that goal. Once we created that budget, once we looked back at our spending, then we were able to start doing that. So after you determine what you want in life, then the second step is to become aware of how much you're spending and what you're spending it on. Yeah. And if you have no idea how much money you're spending or what you're spending your money on, then reach out to me by going to blackandbrownmakegreen.com slash services because that is exactly what I do. I help you see exactly where every single dollar is going and then we work together to create a plan to help you put your money towards the goals that you really want to reach in life. So that's part two. Become aware of how much you're spending and what you're spending it on, and then create a budget to plan to spend more on the things you love, eliminate those things that don't matter as much, and put your money towards the things that you really want in life. And the thing that's going to help you to stick to that budget is having some type of tool or some type of system to help you track it throughout the month.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. That was really the linchpin for us both being on board and understanding, having a mutual understanding of our budget and of our finances. We, we don't think that your finances should be the cause of fights in your family. It shouldn't be the cause of stress in your life. And that's why we do this. That's why we talk about this. Because it should be fun to talk about amongst friends. It should be fun for you to go and figure out, you know, like, how can I tweak these knobs To actually achieve my goals. And it should be easy. Like, this should not be the cause of stress in your life. This should be a thing that you use to help you. It should be a tool. And that's what this is all about. So, you know, if you appreciate this content, we hope that you share it with other people. And when I say share it with other people, I'm not necessarily saying to tell people that, oh, there's this podcast I listen to. You know, I want you to. Take this information and just start talking to people. I want you to to talk amongst your friend groups and make yourself vulnerable because you need to be able to be talking about these things. And I know that money is very difficult to talk about. It's, It's a big faux pas in our society. It's a big taboo in our community. But you need to be able to do these things because those are the things that help you and help the person that is listening to you both come to a deeper understanding of your finances and help y'all grow collectively. And that's what we're about. We're about the collective growth. So we know that we have grown a little bit with this process and let's grow together. Let's make green together. You know, that's so. That's what we say. Let's make green together.
1: All right. Thanks for tuning in. I love that closing, Damien. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend. Join us for the next one and let's make green together. Let's
0: make green together. together let's make green together oh let